Bart, I've asked you not to whistle that annoying tune. Yo, everybody. It's me, Warren. Now, this is not a normal episode of the podcast. And if you've been following the Instagram, you know that I recently started doing a bi-weekly bonus IGTV show called Pod Boys with a friend of the podcast, Botter Milligan. Come on, you know him. I've decided to take that audio and turn it into bonus episodes because who doesn't love bonus content? Now, these won't normally replace our weekly scheduled episodes, but I figured it would give me a chance to explain to all of you what's going on. So if you like this, please go follow the Instagram so that you can hang out with us when we record the next one. And I'll see everybody next week with a normal episode. say that you were unable to join i can't figure that one out i don't know that's weird that's, that that's weird. Too weird that is weird yo can everybody hear us okay how, one, how does one. it sound can you hear me i can hear yeah you i can hear you i can hear you just fine perfecto yeah so to the ones that are already in here obviously this is the first episode of pod boys pod boys uh, pod boys where we're going to talk <laughs> about podcasting life all the random silly uh, behind the scenes stuff that two people who have podcasts uh, talk about and deal with in between episodes and uh, with all the bullshit. Tim Stacy thirty says that we hear you. So Yo, that's they, Tim Stacy, baby. That's he's coming from the short box nation. Oh, that's what's up. So I think they hear us okay. How is everybody doing on this uh, Friday? Is everybody in a nice Friday vibe right now? I'm gonna go ahead and uh, crack open a Dr Pepper if you guys don't mind. I'm gonna get in the. I'm gonna get in the zone. Damn, I am. I am drinkless. My. My, my listeners know that is very rare. Um, I got some water. I'm going to crack open a nice crisp water for this. Yeah, crack open a crisp water. Um, yeah, this is uh, this is hitting the spot, so <laughs> cheers, you know to, cheers to everyone. Yeah, for real. Cheers to Pod Boys. Yeah, straight up. So, uh, Botter, how's it going, man? Yeah, it's going good. I'm so glad to be off work. Um, <laughs> I am glad that you convinced me to do this on Friday yes. um, instead of Sunday. You are right. I'm in a much better mood um, than than I probably would be on Sunday. On Sunday, I feel like I'd be like tired of talking. <laughs> yeah. So so everyone knows the deal. Uh, Bader and I talked about doing this on a Sunday, and I was like, honestly, man, Friday is when everybody's feeling good. So true, I true. think I think Friday is when you actually want to uh, to hang out because yep. Sunday Sunday is like Monday Eve, baby. Nobody's feeling good on a Sunday, really. You know. Nah, man. And you already got me working on Sunday anyways. You already got me uh, contracted out. The Simpsons is greater than. That's what I'm saying. Q&A coming uh, on Sunday. Uh, We're not coming on Sunday, being recorded on Sunday. You all know what I mean. Um, So to anyone that didn't listen to this week's episode of Simpsons is greater than where we talked a bit about pod boys, um, just to reiterate, we're going to just hang out. Botter and I do this every week. Anyway, we talk about our, our, different podcasts that we're on. We talk about the process. We talk about, you know, mistakes that happened while recording or things that just didn't go right. And uh, since we, you know, we'll talk for an hour or so 
at least a couple times a week. We figured why not turn that into some sort of show. And uh, so I feel like it's, uh, it's worth doing. So we're going to do it. And we're, gonna, we're just going to chill. It's so. that it's that trademark uh, podcaster arrogance where it's like, yo, everything I talk about is content worthy. <laughs> <laughs> everything I do is content or could be content. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so if anyone, you know, if you guys have thoughts about, you know, what we're saying, if you want to chime in on this, uh, feel free to join us in sure. the chat. Uh, but first things first, you know, uh, you know, how was your week, Botter? How, how was your episode? How was Shortbox uh, in this week? That is so kind of you to ask me first, buddy. Um, <laughs> yo, so this week um, we put out a our Snyder Cut review. We teamed up with the boys over at the Wait For It podcast, another local um, Jack's podcast. Um, they also t- cover like a bunch of pop culture topics. Them motherfuckers work hard. <laughs> like, yo, they are putting out <laughs> episodes like Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays, I think. Um, but we teamed up with them because they had us on their show to do like a WandaVision recap. So nice. it was our turn to return the favor. So we got a chance to talk about Snyder Cut. And um, it was like a good break, man. Like we spent a lot of time talking about WandaVision and talking about Marvel. So it's kind of cool to like switch it up and, and, and whatnot. So the episode's been getting a lot of love. Um, and yeah, man. Like, yeah, just like that was like a good little time. What about you, dude? You had like a big name on your show, right? Uh, it, it was a good It was a good week. Uh, I, I released an episode with Mike Reese. And uh, to anyone that hasn't listened to that episode yet or for some reason lives under a rock and doesn't know who Mike Reese is, uh, Mike Reese was one of the first writers hired on The Simpsons. He also created The Critic, uh, if you've seen The Critic. And uh, he's worked on a lot of awesome stuff. He's written a book about The Simpsons. Um, he's, he's, you know, his name has been there since the beginning. So that was a really fun episode, uh, to just sort of sit down and hear his stories. And Mike was great because he, I would ask him a question and then he'd be like, you know what, can I tell you another, can I tell you something else about that? You just made me, I'm like, yeah, please. Like, tell <laughs> I me, lo- I love tell me guys. all you got, you know? So I highly recommend, uh, that episode to, to everyone. Um, but you know, to spoil, uh, give me, give me like a quick spoiler of your episode. I want to ask you, what did, what did you think of the Snyder Cut botter? Oh, I, yo, I mean, a four hour, the four hour time mark, I'm trying to get like a, a better background because I'm like, damn, I'm kind of jealous of how sweet Warren's is. So I'm going to show off the brony picture we had a fan. Oh, what, oh um, yo, this right here? Oh, okay. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I, I wasn't trying to. Oh, yo, is, that a pla- is that a platinum record? <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll talk about that. We'll talk yeah, about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so, yo, I, I enjoyed it for what it was. Like, once you realize that um, you're not going to get more Snyder movies like this was kind of like his last hurrah you kind of appreciate it for a little more you know like yes i I do wish i didn't spend four hours watching said movie i felt like there was definitely a a much better two-hour movie in it but um you know he gave us everything in the kitchen sink is what i said on on the show you know like the fans wanted this so i I don't blame him for being like well here's everything here's everything i I, here's my vision in, in its grand scale um I won't lie, the first few hours were mad slow. I could not really get into it, but it really picked up towards the second half. I mean, I felt like it became like a really fun kind of action movie. Um, and yeah, it exceeded my expectations. I went in like, there's no way this four-hour movie is going to be better than that much better or different than the original to warrant its own big release. But right. I was kind of pleasantly surprised. Like once, you started, once I started honing in and researching like what was the key differences, yo, there was a lot of differences. Like a lot you know- of... I, yeah. I, will, I, will, I will say that, uh, you know, I, I didn't love it. I didn't hate it, um, but I didn't love it. Um, the two problems I, well, and I will say for a four-hour movie, it didn't feel that long. Like, it wasn't, to me, I, I will admit that for 
for a four-hour movie, I wasn't like, you know, I wasn't that upset. I wasn't like, oh my God, when will this be over? But I did <laughs> I did think that the the four by three ratio was a little odd. I feel like it was odd that he really wanted to do that. Yeah. And I will say that some of the CGI you know, looked worse than the Star Wars prequels. So I don't really understand how they spent that sort of money and made some graphics that look like, you know, 90s uh, screensavers. I don't really understand how they were able to do that. You know, uh, know. you had mentioned that to me um, before I watched it. So whenever that scene where like that big war was happening and dark side (laughs) shows, which I I get excited anytime they use dark side, but I was, I definitely got like, Damn, this is like a high-end computer game trailer right here. Like, it really <laughs> yeah. felt like some World of Warcraft like uh, expansion pack was coming out, no, and this was like the big trailer. I literally, I joked with the people I watched it with. My wife, I said, "Man, this new God of War game looks kind of weird." <laughs> I'm, I'm not, I'm because, not really you know, feeling this. I, I think Darkseid had like a symbol kind of carved out in his chest. I think it was the like Omega symbol, and I got the same. I was like, "Damn, is that Kratos? Yeah, what up, Kratos? <laughs> is that Kratos? Yeah, 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 yeah. no. It, I mean, it was it was fine." Um, you know, I'll probably never watch it again. Uh, DC falls, DC falls really short a lot. Uh, I think the best thing DC has made in 10 years is Joker, but I mean, that's, you know, that, that's whatever, but no, I, you know, everyone should go listen to that episode. Um, it was, it was, it was a, it was a good one. I was going to say it was like a lot of positivity on that episode. I kind of felt like. Um, you know, no, hearing like Phil and Eric and even Cesar's like praise for it and love for it, and um, especially like you know, um, them bringing up like the story of of, of uh Snyder and you know, him kind of like you know, losing his daughter to suicide, like him and his wife. I didn't know his wife was also working on the film at the time, too. I think she was an executive producer or something on it, but they mm-hmm. both like stepped away from it. You know, then we got the theatrical cut of Josh Whedon, so this was kind of cool to see them like come back to you know something that they had to step away from for reasons outside their control, um, and and you know and to have the fans want it. So, I, like I said, man, I think the story and stuff around it enhances the movie. For me personally, it doesn't it doesn't improve that much what my original issues with the movie were. So, right. Yeah. Take it for yeah. this. No, that that's fair. That's fair. Well, you know, so. One of the things that I want to talk about with Pod Boys, like I said at the top, yeah, cool. and like I said in the episode, like I said in the post, all that stuff, is you know to talk a little more broadly about podcasting in general because you know we have these conversations all the time. We talk about the things that suck about it, the things that are awesome about it, and we sort of nerd out about it. Uh, you know, so when you when you look at all of that, what sucks about hosting a podcast, Botter? What do you think? Well, it depends. Do you also uh, edit your own show? Because if you edit your own show <laughs> and oh. you're as, um, yeah, and you're as OCD as, as, uh, as I think it's safe to say both of us are when it comes to audio quality. Um, also, like, you know, when you start hearing your own voice and you start hearing your own kind of like um, your ums and your, the way you kind of stumble. Um, I think the hardest part, man, for me comes down to just editing. Like, I'm very OCD about what I want it to sound like, how I want to come across. Um, and then, you know, I've got three other people on the show, so I've got to kind of be considerate of, you know, how I edit the show. So that can be challenging at times. Um, but then also, man, uh, I, I think the other biggest part is convincing yourself to not become um, uh, obsessive with the download. I don't know about you, but I check my dashboard maybe every hour, you know, especially yeah. on Wednesdays. It's like, yo, I clear out my meetings for the day because I know I'm going to be checking my podcast stats. I'm going to be promoting it. Um, so it's really kind of like trying to have a, a balance between, you know, still having fun with it, 
but treating it with the respect that you need to give it to like have it grow and stuff like that. Sure. What about you? What about you? What's some, what's no, some of the, I, uh, the heartaches? I, I totally agree. I mean, anyone that, you know, obviously, uh, you know, Botter and I are going to take turns hosting these, I think we're still figuring that out. But, you know, a lot of you that are, are coming through have, are, are probably listening to my podcast and you know that the audio quality has changed a little bit from the beginning. Like I really had no clue what I was doing. Uh, my first two episodes were IG live interviews. I did them just like we're doing this now. I recorded no backup audio. They just were what they were. They were my phone mic. They weren't intended to be podcasts at the time. And uh, so early on, I was like, I really want to figure out how to make good sounding podcasts. You know, like I really want to make stuff sound as good as I can with the equipment that I have. So I, I would say the hard part is just getting past all the noise of like creating a thing, like mm, mm. getting to a point where you're satisfied with what you're doing and you're getting consistent with the sound quality. And, and I know that that's not the most exciting thing to talk about. And some of you might not even notice, but you know, I think for me, the worst part of hosting a podcast is the fact that in the beginning, I got some of the biggest names that have been on my podcast period before I actually knew what I was doing. <laughs> so to me, that is the one thing that bothers me still is that it's like, Hey, you know, I got, you know, Yardley Smith, Bill Oakley, Al Jean, David Silverman, Mike Scully, all of these great guests on the show. And I still like those episodes a lot, even though they're so early, but they're just zoom audio. Like I didn't know how to record separate tracks. I didn't understand like what I could do with, with my setup. And I just straight hit record on a zoom call and use that audio. So going back, I'm like, man, if I could do this, if I could do that. So I think the, you know, the, the thing that sucks about hosting a podcast is just having to listen to yourself while editing, uh, having to stay on top of scheduling, having, having to find time to do all the stuff that's not fun. So you can do the fun stuff, which is, you know, having the episodes or, you know, recording the episodes is the fun part. So, um, I think it's just finding time to do it all. And if there's anyone listening or hanging out with us that has thought about starting a podcast, do it 100% yeah, do it, dude. but just be prepared for it to be a little bit more work than you anticipated. I was like, Oh, this is cool. I can talk. I can run my mouth with the best of them. I'll just, you know, I'll ask these people, I'll record these episodes and boom, I have a podcast. And then you get into it and you're like, this is a lot. This is a lot to work. A lot of work. You know, the, the barrier of entry has, has never been at an all-time um, low. You know, and I say that respectfully. It's just really easy to get into podcasting. Like, as long as right. you can record audio, which what platform, whether it be social media or, or software, um, doesn't allow some sort of recording. Like, Instagram yeah. Live will allow us to record these, and if we wanted to, put them out. So the barrier of entry is not at an all-time low. Um, it, it, it's, it's when you get to the point of... You know, and I think you kind of faced that really early um, because you of the names that you had on and kind of like the trajectory that you were seeing very early on. You have to, you get to, you hopefully get to a point where you are seeing growth in listenership, but also like your own self getting better, your the talent you get on. You start asking yourself, well, is this going to become just a hobby? Am I going to put a little more work into it? Do I want right. to go ahead and fine tune things like audio and, and show structure and things like that? Um, I think that's when the real work comes in. I think just kind of starting one is, is nowhere near as hard anymore. Um, no. I, I think we got you set up in like a, a week. Um, right. And, and, you know, man, and I'm glad that you said, you know, out the gate, yeah, your guests out the gate were insane. I remember like <laughs> many a nights talking to Blythe, like, yo, this dude's got the voice of Lisa Simpson 
on episode, you know, one of it, episode one, what, the first episode of his podcast, and he did it through Zoom. And I, I think there's <laughs> there's a certain like just kind of like wow to it. It's like man, he's got a pod. He started a podcast from a. I'm not even Zoom. I'm sorry, Instagram Live. You know? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so, but I, I always appreciated that you became obsessive over your podcast uh, um, where you wanted to fine-tune the audio and you were figuring out different tricks. Um, yeah, but now, man, your your audio sounds great. Like, it, it's cool to, like, also be forced to learn things. Because, I mean, prior to this, I didn't really know anything about audio oh, yeah. engineering, and I'll never say I know anything about audio engineering, but I feel like I know how to, what a good podcast sounds like. So it's been kind yeah. of fun to, like, learn stuff like that, you know? Do you, do you ever, like, uh, or maybe you did this early on, uh, I know I did. Would you ever like listen to yours and then click on one that you like and be like, okay, this doesn't sound that different, <laughs> bro? Uh, actually, um, shit. Uh, uh, my my uh, the podcast. I think Warren, you know as well as I do, the amount of time that we spend editing and, and thinking about our own show. You probably rarely have time to listen to anyone else's other podcast, like anyone's podcast. You probably me. I have two, maybe three, in constant rotation, but those are just because. For me, they've just become background noise. And it's because right. they're familiar. I know what to expect. Um, like the Joe Budden podcast is one that I listen to every week. Um, and I use them as kind of like my... Because I know that the dude on their show is a, an audio engineer. He's worked on many of like a musicians and rappers' uh, albums. Right. So I know he edits their show. So I always compare mine. I'm always like, damn, how does he get that... that <laughs> that certain like the, the mids like that or you know like this and that so yeah i i always compare mine to theirs audio wise but then it's kind of cool to know like even um some of the bigger ones like there's another podcast i listen to called juan epstein and they strictly only do it via zoom so the audio leaves much to be desired so it's kind of cool to know well my audio sounds better than theirs but you know it's i still have more to strive for so it's kind of like it gives you kind of like an even playing field like man these podcasters that i look up to and i listen to um I've got something on them, you know, whether it be kind of small or arbitrary, it's something, you know, what about you? Do you ever like, what podcasts are you listening to to like kind of compare? So uh, these days, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, to be completely honest, not nearly as many. Like, I feel like I always was listening to a lot of podcasts. I went through a phase where probably for a couple of years where I was listening to podcasts more than I was listening to music. You know, like I mm. was, I was really like, I would listen to podcasts while riding my bike because I felt like it like really distracted me almost more than music, all this stuff. So I got really into all these different podcasts and I still make time for several. I mean, I listen to Axe to Grind a lot. Shout out to Axe to Grind, Talking Simpsons. Uh, there's a lot of great podcasts that I find time for. Um, it, but sometimes you do check in on those. You'd be like, oh, you know, my audio sounds really solid on this episode. And then you listen to like, you know, a podcast on a network, like podcast, whatever it may be. And you're like, oh, okay, that equipment costs like thousands of dollars. <laughs> yeah. And you can really sort of tell the difference. So I think it's interesting to like, but I do think it's cool too, to not to to stick on that, but like, it's cool to be like, okay, clearly their equipment was really expensive and that sounds really nice. But also I've been able to make mine sound this good without thousands of dollars of equipment or a mixing board or all these different, you know what I mean? Like, it's cool to see what you can do with less. And like you said, it's never been easier to do that. So, uh, but be warned, you know, Botter said this and I'll say it again. If you start a podcast, uh, you will notice that you are less likely to have time to enjoy as many because listening to others makes you want to work on yours. So you just sort of obsess over, over your own. And it's, it's weird. And I'll tell, you know, I'll go ahead and tell this story. I'm sure we had this in our, we have like loose notes for these. They're mostly just 
a casual chat, but one thing I do want to talk about. So anyone that listened to uh, last week's episode with Michael Polcino, this was the first time that I've really had like an issue with an episode where there's like recording issues and like all these other, you know, like various problems throughout the episode. And uh, the whole time I'm like, man, I swear I'm going to call my internet when I'm done with this and I'm going to chew their ass out. I'm going (laughs) to like, I'm just like, I'm blaming all of it on me and my connection and all these different things. And still to, you know, it's been two weeks. I still don't actually know what went wrong, but uh, so anyone that's recorded on Zoom or been on Zoom, if, if you get, I'm sure everyone's been on Zoom after 2020, if you get on a call, sometimes if your connection's bad or if their connection's bad, there'll be like a lag. So like you'll say something and then it'll be like five seconds and they go, oh yeah, cool. Like they hear you, like there's clearly a delay. So I get in this, I get in this call and there's a bad delay, like to the point that I feel, uh, shout out to Shaggy Black 13. Yo, What's shout out to Shaggy. On, Shaggy? Um, so late ass, (laughs) (laughs) come on, Shaggy. I'm tapping my watch, man. Come on. Um, so I get in the call and there's a, there's a bad delay. And so I'm like, Hey, you know, maybe we should try to fix this. Like maybe we should restart the call. And he's checking his connection and he's saying that, Oh, it's not me. Like my connection's really good. And I'm like, okay, well yours is probably good. Mine probably sucks. You know? Uh, so we restart the call. It's better. And then I forget to start recording. So I get a couple of questions. I get like a question in. I'm not, I'm only recording Zoom. I'm not recording my separate audio. And so it was just one problem after another. And, you know, I'll be honest, I legit wanted to just throw that episode in the trash because oh, it was really great. And Michael was hilarious and it's so funny. And, and if you haven't listened to it yet, you should go listen to it. Um, but there were a lot of problems that I was afraid I wasn't going to be able to fix uh, in editing because, you know, I do edit the podcast, but I don't like to edit too heavy and I don't mm-hmm. like to cut out a bunch of stuff, but I knew I was like, well, there's a delay. There's like these mild, you know, things where it almost sounds like his audio is speeding up. So I had to really, you know, work on that episode. So, you know, that's another thing. Sometimes when you're doing a podcast, you're going to run into these like weird technical problems and me being so new to podcasting, I was like, I don't know how to fix it. You know, I don't know what to do. Like, I'm not like it's not like I have years of experience to be like, Oh, I know what to do. Hold on. I got this, you know? So it it is weird when you, when you run into this new set of problems and you're trying to like find out how to fix uh, random things. Have you ever had that happen, Bonner? Like a a crazy technical problem. Tell me something. You you know, so I'll have to think about a technical problem, but chatting with you about that issue made me think about like, man, what are some times that I've like, had a guest on and I just completely flubbed the ball. I can't really think of any <laughs> technical ones, but there was two two things I was going to bring up. One, I had a voice actor. His name was um, oh my god, I think I'm going to fuck up the name again. I think his, his name was uh, James. Uh, his name was James Marsden, and for some reason, I kept calling him like Josh. Or it, it was like another J name, and I could not. And and he even like was polite at, in the beginning. Was like, "Hey man, the only thing I'll ask is that you just call me James." <laughs> you know? <laughs> no, all right. It was Jason Marsden. There you go. It was it was Jason Marsden, and um, I kept calling him James. That's what it was. He was like, "I'm just gonna ask that you just call me Jason. Is that fine?" I was like, "Yeah, m- so sorry, just nerves." <laughs> and boy, oh boy, did I proceed to call him by the wrong name at least three more times during the interview. Um, it wasn't until like the last time I called him the wrong name and it was towards the tail end that he made a light joke like, 
I've lost count how many times, but you know that might have been number four, ladies and gentlemen. You know, but he was super courteous and super nice, and I refuse to go back and listen to that episode because um, now I'm just like, oh, that is such a probably a cringeworthy um, episode. Well, but we, you, we can we can see Shaggy in the chat saying never change, Botter. So uh, he saying never change. Now. Yeah. <laughs> no, and, and, and then another thing, you know, we, we were chatting about, you know, uh, earlier in the week about doing like video calls and you brought up, um, you were like, uh, you're like, you know, I would never do an interview without video because, you know, if, if with video, you can kind of catch like some nuances. You can kind of like know when to pause, when's a good point. There's facial expressions to work off of. Um, and it made me think how for the last, like maybe only up until the last two, maybe three years, have I started using Zoom. I think since Zoom came along, I've really started heavily using it. Prior to that, I don't know why I was so anti-FaceTime or uh, any other type of video um, uh, uh, conference, but I strictly only was using freaking phone calls. I would have people phone into the show, and I would conduct pretty long interviews. And looking back, I'm like, man, that must have been really weird because... You know, it's like, yo, I never met the person. I never got to see their face. Um, and it, it, I can probably, I, I'm pretty confident the interview probably would have been much better had we established like a facial rapport, you know? Right. Yeah, well, I, I always say like, and, and I've had a couple people uh, that were like, hey, if you don't mind, I don't want to use video, you know, for, hmm. for whatever reason. And, and I, I respect that, you know. Uh, but I will say like, to me, especially, you know, my setup almost benefits from recording digitally. Oh, I don't yeah. really have like, it's not like I have a studio. Um, you know, if, if only I had some stuff I could get rid of to make room, I don't know. Um, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it's one of those things where like, you know, figuring out a way to do that um, in a way that sounds good was, I knew would be a bit of a challenge, <laughs> but I think looking at someone being able to see their face and feel like you're at least having a conversation, like think about how weird this would be if we weren't looking at each other. It wouldn't be weird but it wouldn't feel as much like a conversation no, to me. I, I, it's, it's, there's nothing like looking at someone while you talk to them. Uh, because if you're on, if you're on the phone with someone, you're sort of just talking over each other or you're waiting for them to stop. There's just, yeah. there's, it's not the same. There's not that flow. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, you know, zoom has been an incredible tool for that zoom and this pandemic, uh, are been the only reasons that I even have this podcast. So, uh, you know, to anyone that's it, listening to it, I really, really appreciate yep. it because I wouldn't have done it without that. It's a great time to shoot your shot for any interviews or guests because it's like they're probably their ass is probably home too. <laughs> you know, yeah. they are probably looking for some sort of escape, or you know, their schedule is definitely uh, freed up. Um, and and it made me think, what has been maybe the what's been like the one because I mean you're on episode twenty nine and all of them have been for the most part um, interview questions outside of our Q and A ones. But what's yeah. been like the the what has been an uh, interview guest that you've gotten a response for that you did not think? Like you shot your shot. You're like, I'm going to shoot this email, see if they'll, they'll respond that you probably weren't expecting. But when you got it, it was like a holy shit. Okay. You, you know, I, I got to say, um, I got to say Al Jean because hmm. obviously before the podcast was even a thing, um, I had done an Instagram interview with Yardley Smith over on my Bart of Darkness page, my main page. Bart of Bart of Darkness. I don't know what that Bart of Darkness. Um, so I, I had done, you know, something similar and I like sort of was like, oh, maybe I should do a podcast. But so I knew that, you know, through that experience, like that was great. It's not like I emailed her and waited for a response like that had worked itself out through other ways. So but I didn't expect to like that to snowball into getting more 
guess. Like I knew that some people had seen my collection uh, through the Instagram or through Twitter. I knew like there were a few people that followed me from the show and I was like, wow, that's really awesome. Maybe I could use that. But when I got followed by Al Jean and reached out to him about doing the podcast, I hadn't even posted an episode yet. Like mm. there wasn't, the podcast was, I had started recording episodes, but there was nothing online. I hadn't actually published a real episode yet. So when he responded, was like, yeah, I would love to, like, can you do this day? Can you do that day? I was like, oh shit. He said he would do it. Like, that's really cool. So, um, that's when I realized, you know, and this is something you hear people say all the time about podcasts, but people enjoy doing podcasts. People want to be asked on a podcast. Dude. People love to hear themselves talk. I know I do. I know you do, better, especially. Um, so if someone hits me up and they're like, Hey, would you like to come on? Uh, unless I have a real good reason not to, I'm usually like, yeah, sure. Let's go. Like I like to talk. So, um, you know, early Dude, on I, when that, when that started I, happening, I was very, you know, I, I didn't expect it, but once it started happening, I started realizing that people want to do it. I have scrambled and rearranged my whole calendar. If I get like someone that hits me up, like, yeah, well, give me a date. I'm like, uh, I got a wedding this weekend. That can go away. Uh, <laughs> let me know. I was like, my little brother's birthday is this weekend. He don't need me there. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, it's like, look, whatever you need. So, so we wanted to, um, you know, Pod Boys, we definitely wanted to spend time talking about behind the scenes. And it's very clear what people have seen you, um, the guests that you've been able to secure. What are some guests that you're still maybe waiting for a response or you've reached out and they haven't, you know, reciprocated yet because of whatever reason? Um, I mean, there, there's a few like I the, the downside to various social media is you have some people that have Twitter but don't have Instagram. Mm. And it's, you know, not everyone's DMs are open on Twitter. Not everyone has like a contact email. Uh, so sometimes, you know, you sort of try to go through other other mediums like you hit up someone else and say, Hey, like, I hate to bother you, but would you be willing to pass on a message? Or do you have an email I can get hmm. or something like that? And sometimes that doesn't work out or, yep. you know, they're like, Oh sure. Yeah. I'd love to pass it on. But then they don't, you know, who, who, who knows if that person forgot to respond or who knows if they misspelled your email, who knows if they were like, you know, screw this asshole, who, who cares? <laughs> you just, you just never know. So there are True. some yeah, plenty of reasons. Th there are even some that I've gotten responses for that, you know, on my follow-up, never got a second response or haven't been able to, you know, get that to work out. Um, and I almost don't even want to say their names cause I don't want to jinx it. You know, I don't want them to think I'm talking shit. Uh, but there are a few, like I will say that I've been very lucky, uh, to get most people that I've reached out to. There are still some that I, uh, I like, I keep a list of people that I want to get. Sure. And some of them I have not like reached out to or found the best way to reach out to them yet. Um, and that's the only thing I will say about, uh, Instagram that I think, is much better than Twitter in a lot of ways is that you can message anyone. They just can either choose to, you know, accept your request mm -hmm. or not. Uh, but Twitter, someone has to make a conscious effort to like let, you know, to accept direct messages. And I think that that makes things a little more complicated because you don't want to just tweet at someone and be like, Hey, excuse me. Like, on your timeline, like, will you be on my podcast? And you see people do that. Yeah, um, you do see you, people do that, but I'm like, I, I have a hard time doing that. I, I, I will admit I did it one time. I will not say who it was. They never even saw the tweet, and I deleted it. So nobody judged me. I felt yeah, dumb, so I deleted like, the tweet. Like, I, I, you know, I, I follow a lot of um, uh, comic book writers, artists, and, you know, they're always posting their work. And, you know, th because they're, the, work, the nature of the work is kind of, you know, a more monthly cycle, it's, you know, it's a regular recurrence of, like, hey, this is out this week. Hey, you know, we just won this award. And I always, like, tip my hat when I see, like, 
a fellow podcaster, comic book podcaster, like, yo, great stuff. Would you be willing to come on? And, you know, and there's no love, no response, no feedback. I'm just like silently like, I feel for you. I feel, yo, you shot, you shot in public and you hit nothing but brick, baby. Well, um, let, let, let me add to that real quick. Let me interrupt you to say that the, the thing about that that really is unfortunate is you don't want to be that guy because when you do it, and, you know, I'd be willing to bet anyone that hosts a podcast has probably tried it at least once. But when you do it, it's so, it feels so bad. And then you immediately start assuming like, oh, well, maybe oh they God. saw what I said, but but didn't want to respond because of this reason or that reason. Or, you know, maybe th- maybe they've already heard my podcast and they hate it. Like you start like thinking of every possible scenario. So I try not to go down that road. Um, I've been very fortunate to have some of the people on that have been on. So uh, there's a couple people out there uh, that I really want to respond. And without saying your name, I'm sending all my mental energy towards you. <laughs> Be on my podcast. You know who you are. Um, but you know, it's, it's a, it's, it's an ongoing thing. You're always going to try to get people. I will say my main problem, you know, we talk about scheduling. I like how I interrupted you and now I'm just talking. So yeah, I'm just going to go. But the, <laughs> the thing is with scheduling, I will find myself, you know, I'll have several people, like I'll have five or six people that have already said yes or they've already hit me up and said, I've had people, you know, hit me up and say, Hey, I'd love to be on the podcast. I'm like, Oh yeah, that would be great. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll be in touch. And then me being me and balancing so many things, you go, Oh shit. I haven't emailed back these like five people. I haven't, I haven't scheduled with these, you know, these people that have mm-hmm. already hit me up. And then you start feeling like, Oh, well, what did they think I'm doing that to them? What did they think I'm like dodging them? You know, yeah, yeah. Um, I've had podcasts, you know, tell me like, Hey, we'd love to have you on sometime. And then, you know, I still haven't been on. So then you're like, oh, did they decide they don't want me on? What it really is, is people get way ahead of themselves. They give themselves too much to do. I'm famous for that. And sometimes you just forget to respond. So I'm as 100%. guilty of it as these people that I'm talking about anonymously. So I can't really get mad about it. <laughs> now, a lot of times uh, I've, I've definitely fallen in the trap of trying to plan ahead too far. And then when I get to that point, it's like, crap, uh, I'm like overloaded right now. And so now I've got to keep pushing it out. And then I think, you know, sometimes that interest wanes or they just get busy and other priorities come up, which is fine. Um, I, I'm going to shift gears, shift gears here for a little bit because now I'm caught like staring at your background. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I got to and I got to ask out of all of these uh, people, that, all of these amazing uh, Simpsons uh, uh, writers, artists, storyboard, et cetera, et cetera. Who's been the most impressed with your collection? Who's like, who's, who have you found like just kind of eyeballing the background and that maybe like kind of, huh? Say that again. <laughs> what was the question? Well, I'm going to say that, uh, you know, and th- this sounds like a brag. I'm really not. I think most of them are either like, oh my God, that's incredible. Or they've already seen it or they're, you know, they probably think something's wrong with me. They're probably like, oh, <laughs> this guy, I always have this lingering thought that some people see it and without asking you're like, oh, this guy probably still lives with his parents. but I hope you know just for anyone listening I do not still live with my parents okay I'm a grown man um but I think the the best reaction is probably the one from this most recent episode with Mike Reese because you know he saw it and he goes oh my god what is all that stuff behind you anyone that's listened to the episode I put it at the beginning he goes what's all that stuff behind you and I was like oh you know just a few things you know and he goes is that all Simpsons and when I told him yes, he was like, "Oh my god!" Like, like I am. This is a complete shock. Like, he just couldn't believe it. Uh, but I think my favorite reaction, uh, ah, man, it's so hard. I think Mike Scully might have been my favorite reaction because 
he was just like, no, I would do the same thing if I, if I was good at it. Like, I think it's awesome. Like I love, he's like, I, I have all this stuff that I've kept over the years. I wish I had set up a room uh, or done that sort of thing. So I, I don't know. I, I wonder what the over under is on people that think I'm crazy, think I'm cool or, uh, you know, again, assume I like live with my mom. I don't know. <laughs> it's a weird you know, do you think I, I can only imagine Not that there's was- anything wrong with that, by the way. I can only imagine what was in, uh, going through Mike Reese's mind before you mentioned it was all Simpsons. He's like, damn, this dude really likes yellow. This, <laughs> really- <laughs> this guy's a hoarder. We need to get him Yo, some help. You know? This dude loves the color yellow. That's funny. Damn, that's cool. <laughs> has there been anyone, um, has, have you had any guests on where they've had something in the back that you just had to ask about or you've been kind of wowed by? <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna call you out on this bar. I know why you're asking this, but I need to tell this story anyway. Oh yeah, hit it, hit so so Mike Reese in the Mike Reese one, uh, there was a he. So Mike was from the on the show from the beginning. He was part of writing the Simpsons sing the blues record, and so he has an actual platinum record. Anyone that doesn't know, I mean, that record sold more than Meet the Beatles. That record sold so many records, and. So he has like a platinum record because he was involved in making it. Well, I have what is called an RIAA award, which is something that they gave to like radio stations mm. and, and things like that. But the way that they're set up in the frame is very similar. And in that episode, I was like, oh, I see the, you know, he was saying he doesn't have much stuff. And I go, oh, well, you do have one of those. I have one of those too. And he joked, he's like, oh, really? What did you do on that album? <laughs> As he's talking about it. I kind of glance over at mine and I'm like, oh God, that is not the same thing. <laughs> but I, you know, I'm in too deep. I'm just going to, cause they do look so, so similar, but I think it's really funny that I am just like, oh cool. Yeah. You have one of those you know, random RIA awards. I have one of those little, do I know, you know, he has an actual platinum record. That's worth way more money than this thing that I have that was given to like a radio station in Birmingham, you know? <laughs> uh, but, but other than that, I mean, I, oddly enough, most of the time, People on the show, they say, oh, man, your your collection looks awesome. I really should have something on the wall behind me. Like, it'll just be like a white wall or it'll be like, you know, they're in like their office. And so they I haven't seen anyone with a really cool setup yet. Maybe they didn't know I was going to film the interview. Maybe they thought like, oh, shit, he's going to be in his office as well. But yeah, nothing that cool, man. Unfortunately, I have no. Yeah, but but yeah, I, I totally just dunked on myself with my grease. I felt like such a dumbass, but I just couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't say anything. Even Mike, after the call, was probably like, "That man, that that's an aluminum. Well, you know, like, yeah, that's that's an aluminum record. That's an aluminum record. Well, and I told him that I got it at a thrift store, so I'm also just like oh. low key like shitting on what he has. I'm like, oh yeah, I found one of these for like a bargain bin, you know. Oh, you mean one of them? Shit. <laughs> Sold one on eBay the other not day. Not that mine was cheap. For anyone wondering, it's not that it wasn't cheap, but I did get it from a thrift store. I guess the most important question I should probably ask you while we've got like eyes and ears on this is how do you keep your collection dust free? Oh, shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Shut the fuck up. Okay. Has anyone, I don't know in the chat, has anyone listened to the Q and a episodes? Cause this is something I need to talk about. Um, people are obsessed with how I dust this room. Like if you've listened to the first two, I get asked that quite anytime. I didn't get asked this time. Maybe people were finally starting to realize, but Whenever I post anything saying like, hey, I'm doing a Q&A, hit me with some questions, people love that question. They say, hey, how do you dust? And I, you know, again, it's like, how do you dust? Like, wh- like why do you, why am I, see, Kurt, Kurt in the <laughs> chat is saying, great question. The thing is, you only really have to dust stuff when, <sighs> how do I say this? You really only have to dust stuff in a room with like a, a lot of heavy foot traffic. Like, sure, mm-hmm. the stuff gets dust on it. 
But because this room is so closed off from my house, the only time you're going to even notice the dust is if I take something outside to post a photo of it or take a, a, take a photo of it. So it's not like you walk in here and you run your finger along something and it's covered in dust because there's just not a lot of people coming through this room. But also, and I think I said this in the first Q&A, dust does not hurt your stuff. So mm. unless, unless, you know, unless your room is looking like, you know, grandma's attic, there's really no reason because do you know how long it would take me to go through these shelves and pick up each little thing? It does. I would it? just, I would It'd just accept the dust. Oh, yeah. I would just accept the dust. It's like, you got that's part to. of the so, collection. That's part yeah, of the collection. So when, when I take something outside to photograph it, if it's dirty, you know, I'll, I'll wipe it down or, you know, and I do occasionally, like I'd say at least a couple times a year, I do try to do like a real dust, but in general, I'm very lazy about it because who wants to do that, man? As long as it doesn't look bad. I'm just letting it, I'm letting it ride. I have definitely found myself uh, with my... <laughs> Shaggy actions. said he should have asked. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like Shaggy's question about the hot sauce. Are we, are we, take, are, we haven't discussed our questions yet for some, uh, the Q&A yet. Yeah. But. I, I, I will say to anyone watching, if you haven't listened to a Q&A or if you haven't submitted a question, uh, we're recording a, a, another yes. uh, episode of that on Sunday. So if you want to submit a question, you can DM me or you can go to the post and leave it in the comments. Uh, it has like a picture of Martin on it with his hand up. And, uh, you know, those have been really fun. And I think that as of, I think the plan is to do them at the last, I cannot talk. I think the plan is to do them the last week of every month. Um, and one of my <laughs> last, AirPods just fell out. I got you. That. Last week of the month. Yo, send your question yeah. by then. <laughs> yeah. So I'm still going to make posts about it, but I think the plan is to have at least one a month and it'll probably be the last episode of the month. And it's funny. I will say this too, to anyone that doesn't realize uh, who Botter is yet. Originally, I was going to bring in different random people to do these episodes with me. And maybe set, I'll do that at some point, you know. I set the bar but, too high. But Botter came on high. the first episode. It was really fun. Uh, Botter and I are such good friends. Botter helped me get into podcasting. I've been on his podcast way before any of this. And I, it just felt right for it to be Botter. So from here on out, I think it's just Botter once a month. Uh, I just really want to give him more to do. Because he clearly doesn't have <laughs> yeah, enough yeah, to do with short box. <laughs> so yeah, I think Botter's is going to be uh, my once a month co-host. And I will also say, uh, for you know, we talk about all the podcast stuff. The worst thing I could have done when I started this podcast was decide to make every single episode an interview. Now, let me ask mm. you this, Botter. When you, if you feel like you had to do an interview for every episode, would that suck for you? No, I was actually going to bring up, because I was thinking about... Oh, um, okay. Botter's like, no, it's fine. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> I was actually thinking about how our... It's been a minute since we did um, an um, interview, and I'm trying to pull up the same time I'm talking. There it is. So when is the last time we did an interview? I think the last interview we did was... That, uh, oh, when we interviewed Abraham Reisman uh, for that Stan, the Rise and Fall of Stan Lee book. That was... Very February. good episode, by the way. Anyone that so hasn't much. Anyone that hasn't listened to that one, go, go follow Shortbox after this. Come on. Absolutely, please. Um, <clears throat> I enjoy those interview episodes. I enjoy ep interview episodes a lot, even though it gives me so much anxiety leading up to it. Only because I, I know I can conduct a pretty damn decent interview. It's just that I always feel like I need to cover everything in you know the time I've got them. So if if it's especially if it's like a writer artist, I'm thinking like, well, do I need to bring up like their intro into the, the game and where they're at now and this and that, um, rather than just trying to focus on you know one or two things. But to yeah. answer your question directly, I wouldn't mind switching it up with more interviews because it's been what about a 
I guess it's not really been that long. That interview, that episode came out first week in February. We're you know about to be in the first week of April. So, but if I had to do a um, interview every episode, I I de- I think I would definitely miss. I think that's the kind of the cool part of having a co-host, a team of co-hosts, is right. that I can if I'm not on it this week for whatever reason, you know, maybe work was too hard, maybe I'm just not in the mood, or you know, I got things going on. Being around them like boosts me up. They kind of remind yeah. me, like you know, like they give me that energy to to, to get back in the move and you know, c- kind of compartmentalize. So um, I kind of like the the flow we've got. I would like to include more interviews because, as you know, man, interviews for a podcaster are a great tool. You know, um, there's a sense of legitimacy that you get sure for, by having someone professional that's in the industry of, of whatever your topic is on. Um, I think it also, uh, sharpens your skills a lot. I can, I can only say like, thanks to the podcast. I feel like I can go into even like work interviews. Like when I got my, uh, my, my most recent job, I felt so much more confident. I just went in thinking like, well, I'll just interview this person, you know, the hiring manager instead of them kind of making me feel like I'm on the spotlight. So, right. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah. And all that, but interviews can be just be so much fun, man. Like you just end up learning things about, your hobby or whatever the topic is that you can't get through conventional means. Like, yeah, you can go Wikipedia, you know, whatever a topic is, but there's something about talking to a living, breathing person that has certain experiences that aren't recorded or nuances and, and how they felt about certain things, you know, they give right. you really good perspective. No, that, and that, that's well said. I mean, I think, I think the only thing is like, you know, I, I listen to a lot of podcasts uh, or at least I did before I had one and you don't really think about, you know, the format of an interview. You don't really mm. think about how different um, it is to, to get to know someone on the spot. Like you literally, mm-hmm. especially, yes, you know, it's not, well, it's not like, it's well, not like in real life when someone can come in and you can, you know, shake hands and sort of feel their energy uh, as, as weird as that may sound. But when it's through zoom, it's very like, Hey, how's it going? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm, I'm good. Like I'm about to talk to you for an hour and a half and I'd never met you. And, you know, that is, that is something that can be a little daunting. It is like a, you know, obviously doing this podcast and being almost 30 episodes in, um, now it's, it's less of a big deal. It doesn't like, it's not something I even really think about in that way, but I really did set myself up to like, you know, some people, they have a podcast and and you're a good example where they have a crew and it's like, all right, well, Sunday we'll, we'll record and we'll talk about this. Mm -hmm. But there were so many Simpsons podcasts that talked about episodes uh, that I, I just wanted to try something different. I was like, if I can get people from the show, people that are Which not is- from the show, but that also like the show that are, you know, that have a following that want to share their experience, then that will be like a different thing. But I didn't take into account, uh, how, how much work that was on top of just a normal recording mm-hmm. schedule, because you have to schedule them. You have to, you know, set them up. You have to get everything planned out ahead of time. So it's a little different than having people to to share that with. And that's another reason, you know, I'm glad to add Botter uh, to the team and like a co-host once a month type role because, you know, one, I just really like seeing how much he can handle. And two, <laughs> <laughs> two, it gives What's the you know, breaking point? What's the breaking yeah, point? It, two, it gives me someone else to sort of like, you know, help me at least sometimes not have to, you know, have as much to set up. And also, I mean, you guys submit questions. Uh, and it gives me, you know, a chance to talk about things that you might want to hear about. So that's really, that's been really cool. Too. And and I'll be honest, being on, you know, your Q&A episodes and seeing like some of the questions that you get, you know, I, 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 I like, I think this recent crop that we've got, at least what I've peeped so far, like, it's like, dang, it's always impressive to see the same people um, chiming in. 
but the question is different. And it's like, yeah. dang, like you already asked a really good question. Um, and I, I think it's kind of a cool exercise because we, we've done like a few Q&A episodes back in the past. Um, but I will say being on these recent ones with you, I think I might revive those for sure. Um, I think that'd be a lot of fun to get, you know, the whole crew involved. But it's almost kind of like a different exercise, you know, like with interviews, you know that you're sharing the weight. You know, it's not a lot of it on you. I just have to set up really good questions and, you know, get them to loosen up. But when when the question when the tables are turned on you, you know, you're using a different part of your brain. And I think and I mean, maybe you could speak to this, but I feel like those Q&A episodes every time we do it, I feel like I see a certain recharge and refresher in you, you know, because, yeah. you know, and, and I think, you know, it, it's because the spotlight's on you and it's kind of nice, you know, I mean, like you said, people like being on podcasts because they love talking. Some people have really great stories to share. Um, but I, I can imagine how, you know, uh, tiring it can be for it to be a one way street, you know, sure. the spotlight isn't on you. So I will say it is fun to be on this Q&A because I don't got to do much other than read and have some funny banter. But being able <laughs> to see like you kind of like talk about the hobby and, and share it, I think a lot of people enjoy that, you know? It's like, yeah, we know Warren's going to ask great questions, but we'd really love to hear his opinion. He's a, You've already built yourself up to be a, um, you know, through your collection to be uh, a certain figurehead in the community. And I think by doing all these interviews, you've also set up a different kind of uh, status and um, reputation. So if you wanted to do, so now I think if you wanted to try different things with the podcast, like you're trying the Q&As, which are going great. But if you wanted to do episode reviews, I think it'd go much more successful because you have built up a reputation for it. You know, you have proven that I'm not here to hog the spotlight. My, you know, my, my opinion comes second to the subject matter. Um, so I think, you know, you're, you're doing great stuff. I say a oh, very long winded thing to say you're doing great. stuff. No, that, <laughs> I mean, you can, you can, you can, you know, make my head big all you want, but I'll take that any day of the week. I mean, you know, it, it's true. I mean, it really gets the gears turning for me when just, just knowing that people are interested, like, you know, it, it would suck if I was like, hey, all right, yo, I'm recording another Q&A. What do you guys want to know? And if it was just, you know, like, you know, a, just an empty void where no one actually cared and wanted to talk to me. So, you know, getting these questions and, and getting people being like, you know, what is what is your experience? What, you know, what mm-hmm. made you want to do this and do that? And again, anyone that is listening right now that wants to ask a question, you still have some time. Um, we're not recording until Sunday, so you still have tonight and tomorrow or whatever to submit a question. Um Kurt, uh, Kurt Couture says your interviews are really, really cool. Love to hear inside info from people mm. on the show. Looking forward to the Q and A's though. See, that's, that's cool. I appreciate that, Kurt. Um, yeah. And I mean, I, I'm not saying that I wouldn't do episode reviews. Uh, I just don't think I'm interested in doing like a chronological yeah, uh, no. type thing because yep. there's just so many people doing that and, and nothing against those shows. There's a lot of really good ones. Uh, I think I saw the Simpsons did it pod in here earlier. I'm actually on an episode of that coming soon. Cool. Uh, Well, not actually coming that soon. They're way ahead of me. But uh, so, you know, it's (laughs) uh, I don't know this person. Lars IR says this botter guy is so handsome. So that's he's got great taste. If you don't know, he's got great taste. He does does have great taste. So, you know, that's I I think if I was going to do that, I would do more of a I would pick out special ones or I would break down like ones that maybe are more culturally significant. Um, I do want to do a series that's more about like, you know, why Simpsons predictions are so stupid. There's like a lot of things I want to sort of like talk more at length about. I think that, um, so, that I think that'd be cool is doing those one-offs, especially ones that like you kind of come up with um, um, like, like that. Like I don't, 
that'd be kind of cool. Like these one-off episodes that, you know, why some of the predictions are stupid or uh, maybe a deep dive in a certain subject that you feel like pretty good at. Because to your point, I think um, there's plenty of episode reviews. And I'm the same way too, where I'm like, well, why am I going to add um, another penny to the well that's, you know, filled up with a bunch of coins? Um, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a tough thing. I mean, it, one thing I will say is, one of the one of the things that I envy about podcasts that do stuff chronologically, I, and again, I think those are great. There's a there's uh, several that I like. The thing that I envy about it is you never have to wonder what your next episode man, is. Man, I, I was about to say that planning like, is is you have so you have simple. a laid out plan that you're doing regardless. Especially if you have a co-host, you're like, all right, this week we do this, this week we do that, and that's really great. And I, you know, again, I think I wasn't considering how mm. much different my format would be in that way. Like it's harder to, to do that, you know? Um, so I, I think it's just one of those things where I have to see what else, you know, people are open to. And I've asked in the past for suggestions. And if you're watching and you have a suggestion, you know, shoot me a DM, uh, hit me up with any ideas that you have, because I, I'm open to all that. Like I do want to do more with the podcast. I don't, mm. I don't, I'm not, I'm not married to the idea of it only being interviews even though that will continue to be a big part of what I do because the podcast is about the cultural significance or the cultural impact of the Simpsons. So I think that goes beyond just asking people their opinion. Mm -hmm. I think that goes also to like, you know, certain topics that they might've addressed in certain seasons and things like that. I think I should, I think there's a lot of room to try stuff like that. You know, you know, one thing I, I um, that benefits us from having such a long running podcast. Cause I mean, you know, we've been doing this is like, you know, late 2012, 2013. Um, and we've been All fortunate right, enough off. to, to <laughs> light flex. Um, but uh, we've been fortunate enough to kind of like uh, nurture and, and amass this very dedicated um, fan base, you know, that, that like, you know, we call them the short box. I address every episode, yo, short box nation, welcome to so-and-so, like for a reason, you know, it feels like family with a bunch of them. Um, you know, I directly contact and communicate with some of our listeners. I've, I've made many of friends thanks to the podcast. And I think the benefit of having such a long running show that has uh, garnered, you know, this uh, um, dedicated audience. And, and I mean, it's not some massive audience, but I, I really appreciate the, the strength of it. You know, small but mighty is what they say. Um, it's cool to be able to leverage your like those dedicated fans that you know like b understand what i'm trying to get across with the podcast understand the mission um and they're not going to recommend some wild thing that's like that don't make no sense you know um but being able to leverage like our fans um or, i'm sorry our listeners um and ask them like hey you know what comic do you want us to you know cover what what are some of the topics that intrigue you guys you know like have an input in the direction. Like, I, I think that's going to be really exciting for you as like your show grows to um, have like, be able to experiment, but also lean in on your listeners uh, to, you know, like, what do you guys want to hear? Cause I mean, like I said, they'll know like what you're trying to get across. They'll, they'll have an understanding of what Simpsons is greater than means. Yeah. And I mean, you know, this, you know, pod boys is, is just another example of, of something that we're trying to do so that there's like, you know, that you guys know, like for my podcast and for the short box, you know, we want, we want people to like what we do. We want your input. I want, you know, a big part of starting this was I already had this collection. I already had people that followed me for the collection, but I also didn't take that for granted. I didn't expect people to follow me to my podcast or just because they like the photos of my collection. Oh, well they're obviously they want to hear me talk because they like my collection. 
So I, I never expected people to, you know, inherently care. But, you know, I am that sort of person. Like, I do want to know, like, what people think about what I'm doing. So, you know, any of you that, that ever want to reach out and tell me, like, oh, I think it would be really cool if you did this. Like, I welcome that. Like, I'm, no, I, may, I might not always be great about responding. I try my best. But I, you know, I really do want that. Like I, you know, it's not going to bother me. You can email me, DM me, comment, do whatever. And I'm sure Botter feels the same way. Dude, I, um, I, I, so. I actually, um, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but, um, I, I wanted to jump in because it's fresh on my mind, but, um, I had a, a friend like really start listening to the show. Shout out to, to Logan Zawaski. Um, he like recently, I think really got into the show. So, um, he was sending like his, his input, like, Hey man, that was a really good episode. And I, I, you know, we started building rapport a little better and I've been asking him like, yo, what did you think? You know, because, uh, he had said something about like, man, that episode, one of these previous ones that we did, it was a comic spotlight was really good. Um, but I'll go ahead and say that I wish that the way you guys describe one, we're dealing with a, a, you know, a, um, sorry, we're dealing with a visual medium. So translating that to audio can be kind of tough. Honestly, we should be doing a YouTube channel, but video is just a whole mo- different monster. But, sure. you know, he, he shared a comment like, um, you know, you guys are describing a visual medium, and this episode was a little hard to picture some of the things you guys were talking about. And that was great feedback, because I was like, well, I wonder how many people have that same thought and just haven't reached out for whatever reason it may be. So it was good input that I utilized in the next episode where it kind of slowed us down and I wanted us to get into a little more detail about what we were describing, you know. If, if, if the listener doesn't have time to read it or just doesn't plan to read it for whatever it may be, then they should be able to listen to our show and be like, oh, that's what that comic book is about. And maybe they'll check it out. Um, but we incorporated that feedback and I, I hit him up the next day and he was like, dude, that was perfect. I followed along so much better. And I felt like... You know, and, and I think you know, there's plenty of people that probably listen as much as the next person, but the the, the numbers of those that will reach out and provide that input is kind of small. People just, yeah. you know, for whatever reason, don't have time to reach out and provide you feedback all the time. So I really value those that do, you know, have that critical ear and are willing to share their input. Um, so that was like a cool recent instance, you know, just that oh, yeah. small bit of feedback, I felt like improved it, you know? Oh yeah. One hundred percent. And I, and I will say, you know, too, in addition to all that, like that, that stuff means a lot. Like when someone takes the time to reach out and say, Hey, I just want you to know, I'm really loving the podcast. I just found it recently. I'm already on episode, you know, blank. Like that stuff really matters to me. Like it, it means a lot because I can, you know, I can look at Buzzsprout. I can look at my downloads and mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm very, I'm very excited about those numbers. Like I'm, I'm very encouraged by those numbers, but I, you know, those numbers feel one way, but getting, two or three messages feels another way because someone took that time to reach out to me and say, Hey, I really like what you're doing with the podcast. I really enjoyed this episode. You know, the popcorn story from Tim Long is something I've never heard. Like I love those interactions with people like that stuff's really awesome. So I, if, if I can stress one thing from pod boys and you know, we're going to try to do these every couple weeks, try to yeah. make this an ongoing thing. And you know, hopefully you guys all enjoy it. But you know, if, if there's one thing I can stress throughout this whole thing is you know, be involved in things that you like. If, if you have content, if you have content that you enjoy and the people making it are saying, please, we want to know what you think, whether that's an iTunes review, a DM, a comment, anything like sharing it, you know, like that stuff matters a lot. And that is, that is something that anyone who makes content will tell you they want that. And if they don't, then they're probably just a dickhead and you don't, you shouldn't support them anyway. Anyone that says, I don't care what my, my listeners think, you know, is a fucking idiot. So yeah. 
take that to heart. Like, you know, tell, and this is not me saying, Hey, tell me how much you love the podcast, but also sure, yeah. tell me how much you tell love me the, podcast. the podcast. Yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, real quick. First of all, well said and everything. Uh, I want to give a shout out to my man, Chris Ahola, who just joined by the way, um, What's up, Chris? The, the chat as well. Um, he, he he's, there was a period where me and um, Cesar went on a deployment for a whole summer, and he stepped up and was a co-host of the Short Box for a hot minute. Uh, and what they've been dubbing uh, uh, jokingly the the Short Box Golden Years. So shout out to Chris Ahola. Very very cool. And also, I want to shout out McFluffy Kitten in the chat. She said, "I've been listening all week, and I'm going to keep listening." Thank you. That really does mean yeah. a lot. Um, Yo, and Shag- Shaggy told me he was proud of me. I always want to put a spotlight on anyone that's <laughs> proud of me. Um, and uh, Chris said, shout out from VA. So shout out to Chris. Hell yeah. Yo, all right. Um, one, I, I think we're starting maybe to get to that that um, uh, time limit for IG Live. So I wanted to m- maybe wrap up and give um, everyone listening a heads up into what we got planned. Because we're recording this, what, uh, Friday, March 26th. Yep. Um, what, what do you got lined up as far as whatever the next two weeks or two episodes worth of uh, Simpsons Greater Than? So uh, the next next week will be a Q&A, like I said, with Botter. Um, it'll be the third one, and I think that'll be us getting on a, a bit of a schedule with that, probably the last mm-hmm. week of every month moving forward. Um, after that, I've got a couple that I'm not, I'm not sure what the next one is. I've got a couple that I'm recording in the next couple weeks, uh, and I'm not sure the order they're coming out. But I've got some really cool ones lined up, uh, some with Simpsons people, some with not Simpsons people. I've got a couple comedians um, that, that I've been speaking with that want to come on. Um, a couple of musicians uh, that are from things related to the Simpsons that want to come on. Uh, some really cool things in the works. So I'm not going to spoil them here just yet. Uh, but what about you, Botter? What do you have in the canon right now? What are you working oh, on? Real quick, I wanted to say anytime that you have um, not, uh, what's the best way to describe them? But non Simpson, uh, whatever, employees. I'll just use that as a loose phrase. I sure. do enjoy those episodes, like the ones that you had with James, the, the, uh, the Tiger Shop's record owner, and then um, the other few musical kind of acts that were just fanboys of Simpsons were really interesting, because I was like, how Thank the you. hell is he going to tie that? And I was curious, like, the feedback. I was like, I wonder how his uh, um, audience is going to um, respond to that. But they turned out great episodes, so kudos to that. Thank you. As far as us, um, if you have been keeping up with pop culture in general, you know it has been a glorious couple of weeks for comic book fans i mean from wandavision kicking off the year uh now we got falcon and winter soldier every friday um we got the suicide squad trailer today um the invincible series just started um a debuting on amazon prime so it's like to your point it's like i've got my work cut out for me but it's awesome to know what i need to go and cover because you know these shows are being talked about big so it's like yeah we got to get up on this but we are looking at doing uh what's going to be this week we're going to do a, we're going to talk about Invincible. Episodes one through three dropped on Amazon Prime. It's based on a really, really spectacular uh, superhero comic book by Robert Kirkman, the same guy who created um, Walking Dead. Watching that we tonight. Are, hell yeah, dude. Yeah, let me know what you think. That's going to be awesome. We'll do. Um, we are also going to, oh, we're bringing back the Short Box Hotline episodes. So hey. we did two. Yeah, we did two. Oh, matter of fact, you were, you were on one. I, I was. I really enjoy with, those. Those are really, yeah. those are really cool. You were really enjoyed those too. Cesar, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. yeah so yeah, uh, we are bringing those back. You know, we brought we started them last year because we just couldn't see our friends. Uh, we were all locked down, and um, we just wanted to like give back to our listeners, man. We knew that it would be something that you know they'd enjoy. So for anyone that doesn't know, our short box hotline episodes are where we call some of our uh, listeners 
Um, and we just chat. We chat about, you know, what comic books they're reading, what shows they're watching. You know, if they want to champion a TV show or give us a recommendation, that's their time to shine, man. So those yeah, are I like, gotta, I got I got to say, man, let me interrupt. I, I think yeah. I think making those a regular episode, Dude. Uh, like oh, yeah. once a month episode should happen because I, you know, and, and I know they were sort of a response to COVID and the pandemic mm-hmm. and just, you know, needing a way to sort of make content in a different situation. But I think those I think that's a really great idea to like. You know, it sort of goes back to what we're talking about, about having people come in yep. uh, and get tell us what they think. What better way than to have people call in and just talk about, you know, what they're into, what they're watching, what they're listening to. If there's a better way to have fans interact with your podcast, I don't know what it is. I, I think that's really great. And uh, I'm happy to hear that. Yeah, you should be. Yeah, man. That. So we're doing that at the, uh, I think like second week in April. And right now we're just going to limit it to our top tier patrons because we, we do got a Patreon. So we want to give back to those that give back to us. You know, there, there's a set of people that contribute to the show. They help us keep the lights on. So that'll be a, um, you know, a perk that they get to enjoy. If we have any slots open, I'll open it up to, you know, just um, anyone else that wants to join. So we're bringing sure. those back. And then I've got an interview lined up with someone that works at Previews World. And, and for non-comic book heads yo imagine a a catalog that comes out every month of i mean it's a it's it's a thick phone book looking thing of like (laughs) hundreds and hundreds of pages of like hey here's the comic books that are coming out in the next two weeks here's the merch the toys the action figures the statues the collectible like it's just a big catalog of previews um and and they're fantastic that's how like you get like your order in before you know most stores get stuff so we're uh we're having this dude named uh troy jeffrey allen he's a content creator there we're having him on the show to talk about like yo previews and like you know how cool it is to work for a company that has the coolest stuff so that'll be sometime in april really really cool man yeah that's really awesome yeah i you know i i gotta say um it's cool when you get to talk about your podcast and it's cool to just like, you know, it's like we talk about the Q and A's and how they sort of get the gears turning, especially, you know, knowing that you have some cool stuff coming up. Um, and I think that comes back to the very beginning. We talk about like how it's hard sometimes to listen to other podcasts when you're working on one. It's because mm-hmm. anytime you take in content, you go, Oh, I should do something like that. Or I need Dude. to like figure out a way. To... So it makes it really hard to enjoy someone else's because you just want to do your own. So yeah. uh, it's cool to see people talk about what they're working on and get stoked about it. So I, I love seeing Yo, that. Big shout out to Duval Joe that just joined as well. Oh, yeah. See, what's up, Joe? Two Yo. hitters. I Yo. do consider myself a hitter. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yo, Joe um, Joe took, I think, I think he was definitely the first. He was the first photographer that invited over to the new studio. Uh, pre like This was like in February, so pre-pandemic. But he came through and took some fantastic photos of the of the squad and the new studio so joe's always got a place in the heart of the short box um but yeah, but i wanted to I, I wanted to say real quick you know this year I, I i had a plan to for the podcast i wanted to go on other podcasts more because i really i was like man I don't, i'm not guesting on other podcasts i want to like start knowing other podcasters other than you know those in my my city so I'm focusing more on hopping on other podcasts for cameos. So I've already been on like the Wait For It podcast. I've been on this um, uh, Disney podcast called Main Street Magic. Shout outs to Jeremy. He had me on the show to talk about WandaVision season finale. Uh, That was a great time. So much so that uh, I think we're going to do that more regularly. At the end of all of these Marvel shows, I'll just hop on, talk about Marvel and stuff. But, um, But thanks to you, I've also been thinking like, well, 
maybe I can interview people that aren't necessarily comic book creators or writers. So I've been thinking about like this this previews uh, um, uh, content, you know, Troy that we're getting on the show. He's not a comic book creator per se. I think he does dabble in it, but he's comic book kind of adjacent, you know, like I'm thinking more like, well, what do comic book fans on a regular basis interact with? Like, what is the culture like? And I'm trying to hone in on those type of nuances. So it's like, who runs these previews catalog? Because all us comic book fans definitely buy, pick these up on a monthly basis. This is oh, like yeah. kind of like our Bible. So thinking yeah. like outside the box of like your traditional writers and artists has been a lot of fun. And I, and I definitely attribute it to you just kind of seeing like the guests that you have on and seeing like, well, he's not working on The Simpsons. So how is he going to spin this? So yeah, yeah. man, it's, it, I'm, I'm excited. No, thank you for saying that. I mean, you know, I will point anyone that is behind on the podcast or that's new to my podcast. Uh, one of my favorite episodes was with a guy named Robert W. Getz, who wrote books in the late 90s about collecting Simpsons, like really early in. And, you know, he told me that he had never been on a podcast. He had never been interviewed. Uh, he had never done stuff like that. And he is so funny and full of cool stories. And talking to him was just so fun. So I think there is something to be said about finding these like, mm-hmm. you know, unexpected avenues to like cool people that had an impact on a thing in any sort of way. So that is, awesome. that is really cool. Well, I don't, I don't want IG to cut us off in like midpoint. It will give me a countdown. I'm surprised mm-hmm. it hasn't already. Uh, but I think that about does it. So, you know, Amen. we'll, we'll do these uh, every couple weeks or so. Uh, let us know what you thought. If you're not following the short box, go follow the short box. If you're not following me, please follow me. If you oh, yeah. want to uh, shoot me some feedback, you can email email me even. You can email me or email me. <laughs> you can also shoot me a DM. Uh, you can also DM Bart of Darkness, my main page. So, yeah, you know, reach out. Get in touch. Tell us what you thought. Tell us what you want from the podcast. Oh, yeah. So Pod make boys, sure you do that. Podboys pilot, uh, pilot episode done. Done. It's a wrap. Yeah, yeah, it's a wrap it's for a Pilot wrap. Boys pilot episode, yeah. Yeah, so everybody enjoy their Friday. Hell Go yeah. watch something cool on TV. Kick your feet up because you deserve it, everyone that's watching. Absolutely. And uh, we'll see you in a couple weeks. Peace.